So I kind of made a list of questions that we just made up. Um, some of these are things that when I'm like depressed or particularly insecure that I personally worry about, many of them are just kind of general concerns I hear from submissives. Um, cause a lot of times when I hear from submissives that are worried about essentially being a submissive or accepting that they want DS, um, they, they don't have a dominant then of course to be like, why is this okay? And so, um, I just thought it'd be interesting to go over like common concerns that submissives have yeah. and see what your take on them is. Cool. Um, why, well, I guess I should ask another question first. Does my submission help you more or drain you more? Help more. And why is that? Um, I think the only time it would be draining is if like I was already stressed. Um, and I think when I think about that, I think, like, uh, this is kind of a icky, uh, <laughs> it's icky to bring up my mother during this, <laughs> but my mother has this thing where, um, she's elderly and she has this thing where if she's in pain, she thinks, um, she does better if she gets up and be a little active. And I think that there's a truth in there. Is it bees? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was intentional. I'm hip. I'm the hip hop dom. <laughs> fucker. <laughs> anyway. Um and so I think that can be true with like being stressed out and depressed. Um Oh, just forcing yourself to kind of barrel through. Yeah. I see. Um, and then we even say barrel through. But um, that sounds like you hate it. Um, can you, maybe you can, this is a genuine question. Can you explain like why it feels like it builds you up? Because I think most submissives assume it's draining to have a submissive because mm -hmm. we're so needy that we're just kind of like leeches, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, say it again. Um, why does it build you up or how can it build you up or why isn't it? Um, I think there's a bunch of answers to that. Like, uh, there's validation in feeling needed. Um, there's validation in, uh, you know, being trusted with this kind of stuff. Um, and I think those things would outweigh where normally you might feel drained, like, like doing a favor for someone when you're in a bad mood or whatever. So, I'm trying to think of, like, how, what I could compare. But if it's a, if it feels like a favor, then isn't that draining? It's just draining and worth it. Um, I think the term draining implies when you get done with it, you have less than when you before. So no. But so where what keeps it from draining? Like what fills it back up? The validation of doing it. So you're saying like the effort you're you're putting in is draining, but the validation pushes it back up, so it kind of roughly leveled itself back out only if like i'm in like a like a shitty mood oh only if you're not in a shitty mood. no if i'm in a shitty mood if i'm not in a shitty mood that's not draining oh so e even when you're in a shitty mood it's it drain it's draining but it also builds you up and mm -hmm. so it levels itself out when you're in a like normal or a good mind mindset then it just builds you up that's the way i feel yeah i think 
my I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> my answer to this is we just can't get it. <laughs> um, um, do you think less of me for being submissive? Yes. <laughs> Little bitch. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that's a trigger word for you. Um, no. Um, why not? Um, because I don't think it's a bad or negative um so when this is looked at from the perspective of somebody who has recognized that they are submissive and they are single and looking for a partner mm-hmm. um i think the 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 answer to that is is it possible that some people will dislike submission your submission sure um like i'm a submissive so I I love being friends with other submissives, but I wouldn't appreciate having a submissive as a partner, you know, because it would just be a bad fit for me. And so my take on it is that if somebody does look at you being a submissive as a unfortunate thing, then they're not the right partner for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because a good dominant appreciates submission because they compliment, you compliment each other. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I think like the other concern kind of in there is um sometimes you hear about like superiority and inferiority mm-hmm. when it comes to dominance and submission. Um and some people who like are into DS enjoy using those words and mm-hmm. um things like that. Um but not everybody does. And so um we don't mm-hmm. like we don't I don't think you are inf- superior to me. Um, and so, uh, if you don't want to feel less than, then absolutely don't settle for a partner who makes you feel less than. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to feel, like, inferior in, like, a erotic context or something, like, that's, yeah, I think that's one thing, but yeah. it's different when you feel like they don't value you as a person and yeah. as a partner and whatever, you know? Yeah, you can engage with, you know, kind of, uh almost objectively kind of negative things like that and like play kink i guess yeah um like i think for a lot of people it's part of degradation or people are into like have like misogyny kinks or or things like that um but i think um generally speaking (laughs) at least um it that's a it's a bedroom play thing yeah that's what i mean I, i think it's those kind of things like we all have kind of like darker parts to us and i think it's okay to engage with them in like a play way uh an acting way that isn't meant seriously but i think when you engage with those things seriously i think that's unhealthy um yeah and i think like ultimately a dominant who wants a submissive shouldn't feel like submissive is an unfortunate thing like if you think submission is an unfortunate thing, why do you want a submissive? Like, it just doesn't make any sense that, yeah. to me. Well, no, that's what, that's why it speaks to, even on the dom side, being psychologically unhealthy, because that's a sign of low self-esteem. If if they don't, if they want a submissive, but think having a submissive is a bad thing. If they think submissives are, you know, yeah. weak little... Worthless yeah. things, yeah. This one, I get just a lot in general, um, is kind of, how do I... From submissives, how do I know what I can ask for or request or speak up for within DS? And so um, I, you know, 
all I can ever give people is how we do things in our perspective. Um, and uh, particularly when you have a need, the way we deal with that is I can always um, express my needs. I'm expected to share my needs. Mm-hmm. Um, you would not be happy with me if I intentionally hid something I need for any purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so why do we do it that way? And just kind of in general, like, why do you think it's okay for me to ask for things? I think, <clears throat> why do we do it that way? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to do it that way for it to be, like, to actually meet your needs. And as a dominant, you think that's part of your job? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your view on it essentially is that me telling you what my needs are helps you be a good dominant for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's okay is because I'm helping you. Yeah. I mean, and what is the, it's, why is it okay to speak up about my needs? I mean, that's just a fucking insane question. I think <laughs> in any kind of relationship, you need to be able to be speak up about your needs. I wish we could like podcast the face you just made. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And um, I think the fear is, um, and I, I had this fear when we were new to like domestic discipline and um, which was, you know, our first version of starting out DS. Um, my worry, and I don't even think it was conscious, but my kind of my subconscious worry was that if I expressed my ideas or requests or whatever too often, then I might steer our DS in a direction that was all about me. Mm. And so I thought, the fear there is that it's topping. And um, I don't, uh, topping from the bottom is something that can certainly derail DS. And so I don't mean to say that it's like not an issue at all. But I think like when submissives are super new to DS, like I think you hear the concept of topping from the bottom. Like that's like, I knew that phrase before I really knew much about DS and BDS. I'm like, I don't know how I heard that. Like I think hmm. just through like, jokes in popular culture and stuff like that. But um, I was like overly worried about tapping from the bottom when we were new. And um, I think in part personality plays a role um, because like if you're just really strong-willed as a submissive, it may be easier for you to like accidentally lean Mm. towards tapping from the bottom than it would be for somebody who is just naturally more passive. Um, But like generally speaking, I always feel like if you're submissive enough that you're like wanting to tell your dominant something, but you're so worried about whether or not it's okay that you're going to message another submissive on Tumblr to double check that it's okay before you ask him if it's okay, then you're probably not the type of submissive who is going to just like tap from the bottom. Like you're clearly being very cautious about not taking control. And so you're probably (laughs) worrying about nothing. Well, I think too, like, I don't. I don't think that's really something. The submissive, unless it's intentional, they shouldn't have to really worry about it because if you're with the right dom and they think that you're somehow topping from the bottom, they'll like they'll bring it up to you. And if they're a decent person and they know you're not doing it intentional, then they won't bring it up in anger. And, you know, it'll be calmly addressed. All right. Um, yeah. And I think, like, the the flip side of that is, uh, it does seem common in, like, just, you know, this is just from Tumblr and just kind of whatever, like, absorbed from reading other people and, you know, getting messaged people's stories and stuff. 
um, there's a certain type of dom who um, is insecure about being questioned and will therefore be upset by questions and will call that topping. But um, he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's my opinion on it. Um, I, I think um, when a dom is confident, they can take ideas and questions and um, not feel like they have to say yes to all of them. They can still feel like they can hear your opinion and hear your ideas and still lead. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I don't get everything I ask for, but, um, and that's how I know that um, me requesting something isn't me topping because if you don't like it or you disagree with it, you won't do it. Mm -hmm. um, but, and that's, that's really talking about like, like wants. Um, yeah. When it's needs, it's a need as a submissive your needs are at the top of the hierarchy mm -hmm. so um there just shouldn't really be any question about it in my mind um so on to the next question <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like ds makes our flaws more obvious it kind of puts us as individuals and our relationship kind of under a microscope because we are more vulnerable with each other or more open with each other than we used to be and um it kind of shines light into dark corners more mm -hmm. so than it used to. Um, and when I think about our relationship, like before we were DS and where we are now, um, you see a lot more of my ugly emotions. Um, do you agree with that? Sure. I, I don't think ugly is necessary. but <laughs> Or my messy emotions, my hard emotions. Sure. Um. Did that intimidate you when it first started? Um, how? I think a, the the reason I included that in this list is because that's like another common concern. It seems like for submissives is that um, if you kind of strip away the walls and you become really vulnerable with somebody, they see all these things that trigger you, and they see um, it, like it, isn't he going to run away? Or isn't my dominant going to run away if they see all of my sore spots and like damage or um, pain issues, whatever? Um, why isn't that a like deterrent for you? Um, I don't really understand why it would be. I think it probably just comes back to if you put up a wall and you don't let somebody know like the extent of how bad your anxiety is in that moment, you can seem more cool, calm and collected. You can oh. seem more mature. You can seem more put together and more like quote unquote normal. Um, and so it's like, well, I don't want him to see my crazy. Mm. Like what if he just wants like an easy, normal partner? Um, I already knew you were crazy. <laughs> you did <laughs> and like i mean that not obviously i'm joking with the terms but like i i knew that you were doing a disclaimer for them <laughs> yeah, yeah um like I, I i at least if i didn't know i at least had suspicions that like all that was in there so it wasn't surprising um and like i think normal people have like those kind of emotions too and i think that's one of the reasons I'm uh, very bullish on DS and very odd terms. <laughs> I was going to just say, what does bullish mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking nerd. <laughs> Me. 
seriously, what does bullish mean? Like a you know, like a stock market can be bullish. It means like hopeful, good. <laughs> like a bear market and a bull market. Bear market's bad. Bull oh. market's good. If you're bullish on something, you think it's gonna do good. <laughs> Give my vocabulary lesson. <laughs> um, one of the reasons I like DS <laughs> <laughs> to say it without my head up my ass. Um, <laughs> He said my hat up my ass. <laughs> Is um, that, yeah, I don't think those types of emotions are, I think they're normal. And I think uh, that's one of the great things about DS and kind of <clears throat> one of the tragedies about uh, some vanilla relationships. Definitely not all. Um, but a lot of vanilla relationships don't have the tools to let each partner access that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it just seemed, you know, obviously this is just, like, our worldview or whatever, but it seems like, um, in the, our family and family, um, we, it seems like there's a lot of walls up between partners. Like, you see, like, tension, even, like, at, like, birthday parties and stuff mm-hmm. sometimes, and it's clearly just them, like, attacking each other because they don't want a close, more of a closeness, you know? Um, or maybe uh, I would say they want it. They don't. That's that's what I'm trying to say. They don't know how to get it. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think maybe part of it is just that you recognize that um, people have lots of emotions. Um, well, and I think I feel like a lot of people who have like anxiety or depression or who have abuse in their past and have triggers and all those lovely things that I have um, view themselves as like damaged goods or um, Mm. a broken person. Um, And I had that perspective of myself for, uh, for a while at like a certain age. Um, But I think um, probably from like reaching out to friends and and sharing myself, Mm. I learned that um, pretty much everybody I I knew also had issues. Mm. Um, Obviously everybody's is different. But, um, you know, most people have some sort of trauma in their background. Certainly everybody we know. (laughs) Um, And so um, I think you just don't see it with people you don't have a close, intimate relationship with. And so um, you just kind of recognize that. And so um, you weren't like, man, I want to go get a normal girl. Like, because you kind of knew there aren't normal girls. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, it's not like I don't. It's not like I don't have. And you have your own personal. Yeah. Right. And so you can. Well, in in some ways, our backgrounds are somewhat similar. And so you can empathize me with on a very personal level on certain things. You know, not everything. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Um, I think. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the everybody has emotions. And if somebody doesn't want to see your emotions, like I thought is most likely they have a hard time watching other people experience heavy emotions because of their own issues. Yeah. Or they're, or they're in like a narcissist and they just don't have the ability. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I think if your experience is that admitting your insecurities or anxieties or traumas or triggers with somebody makes them not like you as much, like that's on them more so than on you, I think. Yeah. Um, assuming that you're not like mistreating them or if you're just being open with them and sharing your your history and they are yeah. like, eh, I don't want to be close to you anymore. That's their own 
issue. Yeah, that's one of those things where the bad things you have can work for you. They can filter the shit out. <laughs> um, uh, so another big one that I get a lot is, um, and I almost always hear from submissive girls, so that's why I always am kind of coming from that perspective. But um, so I have a lot of submissives reach out um, who have recognized they're submissive and they're in a relationship already with somebody who they love and respect and they want to ask for domestic discipline or DS or something in that realm. And um, there's just overwhelming fear that they'll be terribly shamed and judged by their partner and that their mm. partner will think they're a freak and um, obviously totally normal to worry about those things. Um, and I certainly worried about them. Like, I, I would hate, I wish I knew specifically how long I waited before, well, like from realizing I wanted this to actually asking for it. Um, I don't know, but it feels like it was a pretty long time mm -hmm. before I worked up the guts. So I totally understand that fear. Um, but so my question is why didn't you, I didn't feel like you judged me when I first asked for this. And why was that? Um, like my personal answer is like, I have a, I obviously have self-esteem issues, but I also, ironically, have a very large ego. Um, <laughs> and so it's hard not to be uh, at least flattered. <laughs> it's funny because, like, of course you, ha you have, like, a bigger ego than I do, I think. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, from talking to other submissives about, like, quote-unquote doms they try to date, like, your ego is small. <laughs> 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 um, I'm sorry. Um, but so... How does your how does your ego play into not judging me? Because you viewed it as a compliment then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and I guess like <clears throat> I don't I don't know why just my uh instant reaction is I don't know why I would judge anybody for wanting that. If it's what they want and they're not uh hurting anybody, like well, yeah, like we, you just have like a live and let live perspective on people and things in general. Mm -hmm. um, well, and, and also hurting themselves, which is our big sticking point at the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and so you think like even if you would have been personally put off by the idea that you wouldn't have judged me for having the desire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that doesn't really help other people though because I guess other than knowing, like I just knew that you in general were not that you were an open-minded person and that you, um, like I said, like we're live and let live. And so, um, I think that sh in hindsight, like that should have helped me to know that you wouldn't have been like, are you a freak? I don't even want to date you anymore. Mm. Like <laughs> I should have known you would never ever do that or something like that. But, um, it's just such a vulnerable thing mm -hmm. to admit that like your anxiety can like easily run away with oh, you, yeah. you know? Um, and, um, but it sucks because you, you never have, you can never know for sure until you ask how open somebody is going to be to something, mm -hmm. um, or how judgmental they may or may not be to something for sure. Um, I think I've essentially asked this question a whole bunch of times, but, um, I'm not asking you what makes dominance worth it. I will not ask you that again, at least today. Okay. I'm just going to reword it. A little bit. <laughs> Um, what makes our DS arrangement feel fair to you? And what, more specifically, what I mean by that is, um, 
you feel like our power exchange isn't just an exchange in the sense that I hand you power, right? It's also an exchange in that we um, divide responsibility or um, we exchange taking care of each other in different ways mm -hmm. so that it it balances out in a way that... <laughs> balance. <laughs> it balances out um, in a way that's fair, whatever that means, right? You mm -hmm. feel like that. Can you explain why that is? Um, that's such a weird question. Like, what would an answer to that question? Like, couldn't it be possible for us to, like, completely scratch our DS we have right now? And, um, I, you take on the same responsibilities you have now, perhaps more. I think I have an answer. Um, uh, it's an exchange in that I think one of the reasons you may have this anxiety is because... I think um, me who I this isn't specifically me. I said that these are many of these are general submissive questions. So I don't know why you're assuming mm. this one is me. My side of it may require um, bigger responsibilities than you're in, but they are counterbalanced with the validation I feel. So like I may have even used this term before and like sacrifice. But I think that's probably a bad term for it, because sacrifice, again, implies that you come out the other end less than before you started. Mm -hmm. And what makes this an exchange is that isn't true. So it's kind of the same draining question. Yeah. But did you, did you understand the, the explanation I was trying to get to? Of couldn't DS in general be arranged in a way where you have your current responsibilities plus more, and I have less responsibilities to where it would feel unfair even though we were making... A an exchange of power. Um, sure. So then, how how do we decide like how much I owe and how much you owe in order to create a balance? I think that's gotta it's gotta be tailored specifically. And it's just based on gut feeling. Yeah, mm, yeah. So you essentially the way we do it, like my most of my submissive responsibilities are taking care of myself and my health and, like, household stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, the dogs, mostly, right? Yeah. And honestly, like, your biggest <laughs> responsibility, validating responsibility, is to kind of worship me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that's, like, a responsibility. Like, that's not something I do for the sake of being submissive. It's not something, like, I... It's yeah. not, like, on my list. Like No, yeah, I, I understand that. Um... But so all of that to you adds up to being worth the effort it takes to do the, the things you do as a my dominant. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just based and more. Yeah. So like I could ask you to take on more responsibility as a dominant and you wouldn't feel like taken advantage of. The limits. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like really interesting. And I think, but so obviously it's going to be very different from one couple to the next. Yes. Definitely. And so I think um, perhaps part of what you were getting at too with, you said you, like you were worried about losing me as a partner. So I think maybe for us, um, if I didn't do um, the little like day-to-day -day household stuff and like shoulder some responsibility that way, like if I was more 
wanting you to be like a, a very overall general caregiver that just wouldn't work for you based on your personality and need. I'm sorry, I was thinking. <laughs> Think <laughs> about what I was going to say next. Rude, rude. <laughs> I admitted it. Um, okay, so um, that obviously that balance is very personal. But when you, we started this, you had said you were worried about losing me as a partner. Mm-hmm. And so, for you, isn't it possible that part of what you need in order to feel like we are still partners, despite being DS, is for me to take on a certain level of responsibility on the little stuff? To where if I wanted, a, I don't, but if I wanted a style of DS, that you were kind of a very overall general caregiver, where you shouldered a lot more and did a lot more of like um, micromanaging me and like I did less, was less of like a housekeepery type submissive, then that might not feel fair to you. It might feel too one-sided. And so for your personality and your you know, type of dominance or whatever, um, it just wouldn't feel balanced. But to somebody else, it totally could if they're more, if they really get a lot out of being a caregiver. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a gut feeling. You just have to, <laughs> there's no easy answer to it. Yeah. Um, but so when it comes back to my anxiety on that, there's no way to know what it feels like in your gut other than for you to tell me that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why there's no like logic based answer that I can like grasp in my hands and feel confident with is because it's just accepting your gut feeling, even though it doesn't, I can't feel it myself. Yeah. This may only be tangentially related, but like I want to get it out of my head. Um, I think what our balance is, is um, I want to be adored. <laughs> um, but I, but like we said this before, I want to, I want to be adored too. I want to be more than adored. <laughs> um, I am adored. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's that ego thing I was talking about. I, I want... You want me to stroke your ego? I don't like that. Oh, but, I'm sorry. But basically, yes. But I. I <laughs> <clears throat> but because my ego deserves to be stroked. Right. And I think... Can I correct that for you? You're not saying like... Oh, I yeah. want you to stroke my ego because it deserves to be stroked. That is not at all what you meant. You meant you want to feel like you deserve my admiration. Yes. And so you want to put in work so that you feel like you deserve it. Yes. Yeah. And I, I it's a huge difference there. <laughs> do you think you want to submit? Do you think it's part of your submission that you want somebody whose ego? You, deserves and can be stroked have you ever had a dreams that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything i want like do i want a guy who deserves to have their ego stroked who is worthy of admiration Mm-hmm. Of course. That means, like, do I want a guy who I, like, really look up to and can, like, admire for how good he is? Fucking of course. Yeah. That's kind of... But I, no, it, it is different. everybody, though. No. No, because it's it feels different than me. Like, I feel like you admire me in a different way. Like, I don't... How do we explain that? I don't know. 
Like, I feel like, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I keep wanting to say worship, but that seems a little bit too dramatic. But I think it, it goes to a good point. Like, I think it's just our, like, odd <laughs> ego issues, like, are uncomfortable saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's probably the closest word. Um, You admire me in, like, a... <laughs> it's a look on your face. <laughs> like, I don't know how to ex ex verbally express this, like, look you have for me. But it's abs it's a look, and it's this, like, you are so fucking cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's not it's not about how cute I am or aren't. But um, that's, like, usually when I feel it the most is when you're feeling that way. Mm -hmm. um, but so, I guess my larger point is I absolutely feel like you admire me. Mm -hmm. In a way of feel, you feel really good about choosing. You value me and all of those good things. Um, but you don't worship me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't want you to worship me. And um, man, I wish I could put I put a finer point on that yeah. because I feel like we absolutely have mutual admiration for each other mm -hmm. and mutual respect for each other as well. Yeah. Um, but there is a. Yeah, like, I think anything that I would say to try to describe it then fe feels offensive when I think about you not being willing to say that about me. Mm. <laughs> like, I want to say, like, you're but you're really that's... the center of my focus. Like, you're, I, my world kind of revolves around you. But then it's, like, it's not like your world revolves around anyone else. Mm. Like, <laughs> Maybe, uh, but we don't have a firm grasp on it, but maybe that's the missing ingredient in you not understanding the, uh, how the exchange is fair. Is not understanding the value of that worship. Mm. I think that could be. I don't know. Yeah. These aren't. Th we gotta come back to this. Yeah. There's gotta be more, something more interesting in there. Yeah. We should probably, we should really like hit this hard. These are, these are not complete thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't like we ever claimed to have all the answers. We're just bullshitting. That's <laughs> what this whole podcast is. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So. Are you willing to admit that I'm needy? Yeah. And I think we don't view needy as a word that is as negative as some other people feel it is. Um, perhaps that's just a difference in, like, uh, I don't really feel the need to, like, tout myself as, like, super independent, like, badass kick-ass. Like, um, and I think it kind of goes along the same way. Like, we don't view... Um, like, obviously, codependency is bad. We don't think we're codependent. <laughs> um, we don't think, like, relying on each other for certain clearly agreed upon mutually happy things is bad. And I think that's what we mean by needy. I rely on you for a lot of things, but it's consensual and it's not based on need or an inability to to do things on my own. Like, it, it sucks going back to that point we don't have fully thought out, but... Um, I think needy sounds negative because a lot of times needy can be negative when uh, it's like abrasive and maybe, I don't know why I'm hesitating to say this, but undeserved. And part of the exchange is um, I do things to deserve to feel worshipped. You do, you do things to deserve to feel needy. Mm. So, of course, being needy is like a super, super common uh, insecurity. For submissives. And um, I think, th I guess there's different types of needy. Like, um, some people feel like submission is needy just because 
I need your like permission. I need your input. I need your approval on things like just in like the average day. I probably ask you like a few different like I seek your guidance for a few different. Um, and so that can seem needy to a, a vanilla person or to an outsider. Um, but I think that one is easier to kind of accept and for a lack of more polite wording, get over because I know that, um, you appreciate that and want that as part of our DS, like accept that as part of our DS. And so, um, I know that's not a burden to you or you wouldn't have allowed that into our DS. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the harder thing to accept being needy on is just emotions. Um, so like I've heard from submissives before who essentially um, are starting to date a guy and, you know, they get really excited and then they start to realize like they really want to be around him a lot. And so it's like, well, I'm only seeing him on the weekends and like I really miss him throughout the week, but I don't want to be too needy and text him too much during the week or um, that type of needy you know um and i think like some people are able to stay i guess just more separated and more independent have more autonomy within ds than i'm capable of having but my feeling on it is that like i do need a lot of attention from you i just need i I do need a lot from you Mm -hmm. but um i feel like I need more from you now than I did before we started DS. And that's because I'm offering you a really high level of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And that leaves me fairly naked emotionally. And so, and you like that vulnerability and that submission and that nakedness. And I don't mean, well, like physical nakedness too, <laughs> but emotional nakedness. But so when you strip those walls down, you, I don't know, like, I don't feel like you can ask me to strip my walls down and then not want to deal with... (laughs) Are you kidding me? Mr. Doggo, you behave during the podcast. (laughs) Um, Somebody's needy. (laughs) Um, I would feel it was unfair Mm -hmm. if you wanted my submission, but you weren't willing to um, then have me expect more from you. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you more... So, yeah, I need more, but it's because you're leaving me naked. And if you want me to be naked and then just, like, leave, like, hang me out to dry, well, then fuck you. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I think being vulnerable, being submissive makes us more needy because we're naked. And if you don't want to deal with that, then don't ask me to get naked for mm-hmm. you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, I think part of why like that needy word sounds bad is it sounds like like literal need, and so it sounds like dependency mm-hmm. and like an inability to do for yourself. And it's not; it's just that need is created because we choose DS and we choose to be that vulnerable and and all of that. I could live without doing all of these things if we just didn't do DS. Um, but so maybe this is roughly the same question, but um, I think a lot of people think like. Wouldn't it be nicer if I could be lower maintenance? Um, and that kind of being a submissive seems kind of high maintenance in this. Why um, do you wish I was l- lower maintenance? Why? Um, because your maintenance levels don't bother me. But wouldn't it be easier if I were low maintenance? Sure. Um, 
this hasn't been an active thought of mine, but maybe that would make your uh, feelings towards me feel less earned. If I didn't need... Yeah. Mr. Doggo thing your time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, me relying on you for little things is part of how you feel you earn the worship, and so that's how it feeds you. It's not just little things, but... Oh, sure. I, I didn't mean it that way. I don't... That was the top thing that came yeah. Um, that's kind of the end of my, that chunk of questions. Um, are you going to sit there and bitch? Like, should we stop and feed him? <laughs> yeah, I think this is probably a good time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> so beautiful. I love hearing you. <laughs> This is what we live with all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>